I'd like to introduce you to Sarah Mikatel, today's guest. She has two podcasts, Podcasting Step by Step and the Postcard Academy, um, award-winning podcasts. And Sarah is a world traveler. I thought she would be a good person to interview today um, since she's been out and about and seen the situation in different parts of the globe. I am so happy to be here with you, Tony. I'm happy to have you as my guest. You're my guru. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I've interviewed you a few times on Postcard Academy, so it's really fun to be on the other side of the mic this time. Uh, This is going to be a good lesson for me, too, because I have not perfected my interviewing skills. So this will be, I'm just jumping right in. Step by step. (laughs) So Sarah, um, I know you've been traveling a lot lately, and um, I was hoping you could tell us where you've been traveling um, and when in the last couple of months since the virus was first reported in December. Well, my gosh, everything feels like a bit of a blur, but about a week and a half ago, I was in Athens with our mutual friend, Michelle. And so I flew in there on my own and Michelle arrived the next day with her daughter. And I definitely saw a number of face masks um, on the plane to Athens, but then also walking around, I saw quite a few face masks and that was like a bit scary. And I thought, okay, that sounds good. And then it made me wonder like, how effective are face masks? You know, should we all be wearing them? I'm not that worried about coronavirus. And so I didn't wear a mask. Um, But I definitely like, you're always thinking about the disease sort of in the back of your mind when you're seeing those masks everywhere. And then I was just in Orlando for a podcasting conference. And there were no masks at all. And, um, And the planes were full on all of my flights recently, there was nobody staying home, I thought there might be like a few more empty seats we would maybe all have rows to ourselves but that's that wasn't the case it was packed and also to florida and back from the uk people weren't wearing a mask that was more of a european thing i guess that, that that's good news i think i mean that makes me happy that um people are still able to travel and well i think like people are definitely mindful like people in the us like it seems to be all that that's all the news there is now on coronavirus. So our poor friend, Michelle, is just trying to enjoy the rest of her trip. And she said, like, every day it's nonstop emails, texts and like Facebook messages. Like, what are you doing? You need to come home. Do you even know? And she's like a smart, like well-traveled woman. She yeah. knows what she's doing. She's taking proper precautions. Uh, like she was supposed to go back to Italy to visit you, but she didn't go back because she didn't want to risk getting stuck there. And I guess she made the right choice in the end. So. I didn't really see any face masks in Florida, but I did know which, notice a change in behavior. They actually had stickers for our badges to say whether you were open to like hugs and handshakes or not, or whether you want. So a few people were doing like the elbow bump, mm-hmm. like bumping elbows as an alternative greeting. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think people were more mindful of asking people before, like, can I hug you? And so that was quite interesting to see. Um, so in the, while you've been traveling, have you had any experiences that have made you feel at risk? Um, not, not even just during travel, but also in your daily routine. 
Not really. I feel I feel kind of like everybody's overreacting and maybe I'm sort of like pushing back against this, but I just feel like, ah, uh, I don't want to live in like a cold society where nobody's talking and nobody's touching each other. And, you know, I so I just kind of like acted the same and I did shake hands when I was at that conference and I did hug my friends. I will say though, I guess I guess I did do some things differently. If I was shaking hands with people I didn't know, I would immediately <laughs> go wash my hands after that conversation, which I guess it does. It's a bit of an irrational behavior, right? Because if it's my friend, I probably wouldn't do that. But with a stranger, I would. But my friend is just as likely a carrier, I guess, <laughs> than a stranger. But yeah, I, I am more mindful of washing my hands more often. Um, so uh, you, you mentioned that everything was actually relatively normal on the flights and, and, um, that you've had recently. So, um, was there anything new at the airport or on your most recent flights, like any precautions they were taking that, you know, um, did it seem like the planes were cleaner or did, were they handing out moist towelettes or anything like that? At the conference, they did have, to um, towelettes on the tables that we were going into, which was good. And like in our, our goodie bags and at the airport, there were signs everywhere saying that people should be washing their hands for at least 20 seconds. So I'm definitely, I definitely saw more signage and I fly in a year and on an Italian passport. And I have to say, I was thinking, I wonder if I'm going to have any problems flying back, even though I'm not flying to Italy. I was a little bit nervous about that. And they did pull me aside uh, at the airport in Orlando as I was going to board the plane to UK. You know how you're going through that final check. They're looking at your passport. They pulled me aside and I was like, hmm, I wonder what this is about. <laughs> and they just kind of like looked through my passport and like looked at another thing. So I don't know. I don't know what they were doing. I don't know if they were looking to see if I had been in Italy in the last few weeks, but they just like looked at it and then were like, okay, fine, you can go. And so I just went in, but like part of me, my heart stopped. I was like, what's happening? That actually answers my question. I was going to ask you, how do the authorities treat you, you know, on, when you came back to the UK um, when you got into Greece, when you got into the States. So um, you said that happened in Orlando, right? But what about when you got to the UK? When I got to the UK, I don't think I had to talk to anyone because they have the um, scanners now where if you have that special chip in your passport, you can just uh, hop on through. So I don't think I talked to anyone. But as I was leaving when somebody was checking my passport, somebody did ask me about the situation in Italy because I had an Italian passport. And I said, oh, I don't live in Italy. I live in the UK. And he was like, oh, yeah, because I heard it was pretty bad in Italy. And I was like, yeah, I think so. But there was no like detention or anything, thankfully. And just to clarify, you got back um, yesterday morning or two days ago? Just yesterday. Wow. Okay. Yeah. It was a long day. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe you're awake right now and doing an interview. <laughs> well, I went to bed. I went to bed at like 8.30 p.m. So nice. probably the best night's sleep I've had in a really long time. <laughs> I know that you're more optimistic um, than I am. And that's actually really comforting because you've been traveling and you've seen, you know, what things are like out there, whereas I've just been here. And I guess it's natural for me to be a little less optimistic since I'm in one of the, the big hotspots of the virus right now. Um, but with that said, knowing how things are, are changing and expanding and spreading, do you have any advice for listeners? I guess just use your head <laughs> like, and um, 
be kind and just mindful. Like, I think, unfortunately, I've heard about a lot of like sort of racist incidents of people, you know, not going to Chinese restaurants or saying things to people who look Asian. Um, And now even people who are coming over from Italy, people not really wanting to associate with them. And, you know, we need to be careful about diseases and take precautions and wash our hands, but this isn't the end of the earth. Let's not all lose our minds and act like hysterical. Most people are not going to die from coronavirus. Some people will. Um, like any disease. So let's just be rational and do the precautions that everyone's telling us to do. So yeah, wash our hands, wash them for 20 seconds, make sure we're disinfecting hard services, especially our phones, like things that we should, would actually be good practices in Mm -hmm. everyday life that we can um, keep doing. But I think the worst thing that could happen is people start isolating themselves um, too much or decide I'm the world's too scary. I'm not going to travel. Like for me, just kill me coronavirus. Like, cause <laughs> it's not, that's not a life I want to live where no one hugs and nobody goes anywhere. They just sit at home, you know? So yeah. let's just <laughs> take our precautions now and then, and then, but also still plan to like live a normal life later is what I would say. <laughs> uh, speaking of travel, do you have any trips coming up? Um, oh gosh, where am I going? Well, I need to get some work done. So no, I, everyone's coming to me right now, actually. Michelle's coming to me and then a German friend of mine's coming over. And then my mom is coming over touch wood at the end of the month. And so I'm going to be playing host for a while. Oh, um, uh, what I would really like is for you to, um, tell listeners more about your, um, online class that I took. And, um, I'd also like to point out to listeners that even though I took your class, I have not utilized most of what you taught me (laughs) because I just wanted to do this in a hurry since it's a time sensitive topic. Um, But I, my next podcast will be much more polished and worthy of your name. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. I love you, Tony. Um, Well, I, as you mentioned before, I have two podcasts, a travel podcast called Postcard Academy, where I interview lovely ladies like you who packed up uh, everything to start a new adventure in another part of the world, and a how to podcast podcast called Podcasting Step by Step. And if you haven't noticed, podcasting is my passion. (laughs) And uh, I started an online course called uh, Podcast Launch Academy, which sort of marries the two passions, because I really think that if you want to live abroad and travel, um, the best way to do that is through an online business. And I think podcasting is a great way to promote your online business and just to connect with your global global community. So whether you want to start a business or not, you know, podcasting is a great way to get in touch with people who love the same things you do. And so um, I'm really glad, Tony, that you got to participate as a student in my course and that I've gotten to interview you because I podcasts are just magic. Like mm. we met through podcasting yeah. and then I came over and visited you. We went to Chianti together. I had the best time of my life. <laughs> like we're like legit offline friends now. Yeah. And um and I can't wait to travel with you again. And like Michelle, our friend, I met her through podcasting, through Postcard Academy, just went to Greece with her. I've been t- like I tend to like road trip or like travel with my guests or fans of the show. And so 
Yeah. You listen to it and you live somewhere cool. I'll come on holiday with you like anytime. If you want to just get started with podcasting, you can listen to my podcast, Podcasting Step by Step. And if you're interested in going deeper, you can check out my online course, uh, Podcast Launch Academy. And um, one last little plug there on the course. And speaking of friendships, um, what I loved about it is it also created a community of women that all have totally different businesses and different ideas, um, but we're all like-minded. And um, I'm not the kind of person that gets wishy-washy and wants to have a slumber party and braid everybody's hair. Um, but this was that kind of group of women that I would I would throw a slumber party and braid everybody's hair. Let's put it that way. Um, so let's plan it. <laughs> let's plan it, Tony. As soon as coronavirus gets yeah. lifted, we're all party at, in Florence at Tony's house. <laughs> <laughs> so as soon as I figure out what I'm doing, I will put links to everything that I should put links to so that you can find Sarah. <laughs> Thank you, Tony. <laughs> Thank you. It's been great talking to you. You too. <laughs> Thank you.